You guys ready? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, think, I think we got that out of our system. <laughs> we, had to, we had to complain. All right. Uh, yellow jackets. I Well, I'll talk about it in a minute. <clears throat> Hello, friends and fiends. Welcome to Bugs Need Heroes, a podcast illustrating the inspiring abilities of insects. I'm Amanda. And I'm still Kelly. Oh, still working at it. Before <laughs> we get started on creating this bug-themed character, what's bugging you, Kelly? Oh boy, um, can I just tell you this morning, my husband and I were looking out the window and we can see our sister tower, we're in Twin Towers, uh, and across the way, a woman on the balcony was disassembling a whole chicken on the ground on her balcony. Oh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> just straight up, just like, okay, time to make this carcass a meal. <laughs> bam, 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 bam. She had a knife, and I watched her like. Rem- <laughs> You're drinking, so I'm a little concerned. I don't oh, want sorry. to spit it out. <laughs> but she she had a knife, and she just pulls a leg off and puts it in a little bucket. And I saw a wing come off, and my husband is like, "She's she's disassembling a chicken on the balcony." <laughs> thought was, what's wrong with her kitchen? What does her kitchen look like that she's doing this? It's on full the balcony. of twenty eight more chickens. <laughs> Oh my gosh. It was quite the sight this morning. One of the things I've tried to do over COVID was I was trying to get more aware of like where my food comes from. Mm. I had this one friend who she spent a whole year and she didn't eat anything that she didn't do herself. So her whole garden, um, she was allowed to purchase things that like she couldn't reasonably grow. Uh, but the big thing she wanted to do was not eat any meat that she didn't procure herself. And wow, that's a it, tall task. Yeah, she it changed her whole relationship with food, um, particularly because she was raising chickens. And so she was only eating meat when she was willing to do the work of preparing a chicken. Wow. Uh, I'm not sure how much this will make the podcast because we're trying to you know, be friendly. We don't need to trigger anyone with our, uh, once you have it, uh, meat talk i can't imagine only eating meat that i had to process that is difficult yeah so so it was this whole thing where she was only eating what she was killing and so it changed how much she thought about like how much meat we eat as a society especially as americans and where that comes from and what it means and like she's not by any means like an anti-meat person obviously because she was willing to eat these chickens but she just wanted to be aware of like what eating meat really means and so it it, i just thought it was really interesting and and the way she talked about it really made me think about like yeah i do just kind of you know go get meat from the grocery store and i'm not very like aware of it so i'm trying to like i'm not thinking about it aware (laughs) yeah exactly they're like i just think you know there's a lot involved with eating meat that's all i'll say about that so i'm trying to like reduce that sort of stuff i can't get much more aware than watching a woman disassemble a chicken on the balcony. <laughs> you're very aware at least today you are today yeah. aware. it's like those uh top chef shows are like and now here's gordon ramsay disassembling a chicken in 28 seconds i'm so terrible at it it takes me forever i need kitchen shears not a knife i'm just 
you know. I uh, my sensory issues don't really allow me to touch raw meat very easily. It really mm. it really grosses me out. Something about the texture of particularly those raw chicken breast like <laughs> flakes like really get me. So uh luckily I married a chef and uh oh. tip for the food wary out there. Marry someone else who does the cooking. <laughs> Well, what's uh, what's bugging you, Amanda? What's bugging me? Um, I don't know. I'll tell you what's not bugging me. I'm trying to be positive. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it positive on the cast. Uh, we went to an apple farm on a few days ago, mm-hmm. and I had some apple cider, fresh squeezed, at the farm. And let me tell you, oh, that sounds I so always, good. I always forget that apple cider is the best drink on the planet until I have some, and I'm like, this is the best drink on the whole planet. The whole planet. And I stand by that. Uh, I'm trying to think of something better and I can't off the top of my head. It's, And I don't want to sound like a <laughs> like, a, like a, a connoisseur of ciders here when I say like you drink it and at first you're like, oh, it's tasty. But then it's got like all these layers to it. And like you can really taste the whole apple in a cider when it's all pressed <laughs> fresh. It, yeah, there's nothing better than a fresh, fresh cider from a farm. Well, D- Derek uh, is saying Slurpees, and I have to hard disagree. No, hard Slurpees dis- are gross. They're I'll gross. tell you. I'll tell you this: best of both worlds. This apple farm served the cider as a slushy, oh. and they had little apple cider donuts. And let me tell you, I was living my best fall life. I was like, mm-hmm, yes. Oh, I would eat. I would love that. Oh my! Oh, I love an apple cider donut. I love uh, an apple cider donut. I was drinking apple cider slush and eating apple cider donuts while my son jumped inside of a giant inflatable apple it was a great time it was a beautiful day (laughs) well i'm glad you had a really nice weekend i that at least was perfect the only thing that was not perfect about it was today's subject yellow jackets trying to eat my apples did they come for you oh they came i have i was shooting them away it wasn't too bad it wasn't too bad i think because i was in the like covered area where there wasn't a lot going on other than people shooing away yellow jackets. <laughs> but if you stepped even like 10 feet away to closer to where the apple trees were. Yeah. It like, you could practically hear the buzz of them. Like being like, we gotta get these apples. <laughs> <laughs> well, they love sweet things. Yeah. You know, they, they go for your soda can when you're at a picnic, they're just all over the place. And you know, the, the fun part about them is if you wait for those, apples to ferment and those wasps eat them they will get drunk so it's a good time so what i was really hearing was not the buzz of like we got to get these apples they were just like we gotta get more apples yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're having a party i have to tell the story brief interlude yeah tell me the story uh, uh, every time someone talks about uh bugs and soda cans i have to tell the story of we went camping when i was a kid people are gonna know how weird our dad is and uh, we're, we're packing up to go. We've just had lunch. And so there's like five half drank soda cans on the table because we're eight, 10, six. We can't drink a whole can of pop. So my mm-hmm. dad's going shoop, 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 and drinking the <laughs> leftover cans of pop. And of course, uh, he gets to he gets to the strawberry kiwi on the end because, of course, it's got to be strawberry kiwi. 90 kids. Shout out. And there was a yellow jacket, I assume, already in it. And so he drank this 
this bug and it stung him on the lip and about 40 minutes later he stops the car to to look at the kids his lip must be an inch and a half tall he's like this is why you have to be careful about rage oh no like dad, <laughs> go to the emergency room. He's like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, dad. And that's uh, always I've, fine. <laughs> they're always fine, right? That's always fine. Like, oh, I'll walk it off. I'll walk yeah. it off. And I, I remember being like, it's a good thing he's not allergic to bees, or in this case, yellow jackets. Which we'll get into why those two things are different in a moment. <laughs> and, but just yeah, it forever seared in my memory that. He, don't drink cans of pop that have been left outside because there will be a bee in it, and your yeah, dad will always. This is why you have to care about fish. I mean, you look like Donald Duck or Goofy. You've <laughs> ever he... seen a dog that eat, eats a bee? Oh yeah, very similar, very similar shape. <laughs> Anytime I leave a soda can unguarded outside, I'm more likely to just dump that because I'm concerned, <laughs> concerned about <laughs> yellow jackets. I mean, so tasty. What more does a bug want than a strawberry kiwi shasta in a can? It's cool and nice and and strawberry kiwi. I can't think of a place where both those things grow. Like if you you like left your natural devices, not a flavor profile that I think would be found in the wild. I'm I'm pretty sure strawberry kiwi just tastes like sugar. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just (laughs) just like cloying, cloying uh, sweets. Yeah, it's just it's just melted candy into your mouth, strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I went uh, rafting on the uh, Salmon River in Idaho a few years ago with my husband's family. Fantastic trip, and there was another family with us, and this this young guy who was already like, really quiet, you know, a young teenager. He made the mistake of taking a swig of soda without looking. And that yellow jacket stung him on the inside of the mouth. Oh, jeez. His whole side of his face swelled up and, oh, it was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. like a, He looked like a little puffer fish. Oh, no. <laughs> it's scary out there, man. The yellow jackets be where the yellow jackets find them. So we should start with how is a yellow jacket different than a bee? A wasp versus a bee. What really is the difference between the two? Is it like moths and butterflies where there's not really a difference? Or is it they're really quite different? No, like damselflies and dragonflies. <laughs> <laughs> so the yellow jackets are not the ladies of the bee world, if that's no. what you were. No, that's true. I've learned my lesson about, about assuming the gender of bugs. <laughs> oh, no, no, they're completely different. Wasps, wasps and bees are very different groups, very different taxa. Yeah, yeah. I just saw this meme that was going around that was, uh, it was all about how the genders of bugs, ants in particular, or, or maybe it was bees. It's like, if we're being honest, the genders are queen, worker, and drone. And you can't really assign male or female to them because it's not really a one-to-one thing like we're just looking at it what's that word you always accuse me of like anthropomorphism anthropomorphism yeah but just like we center the human experience so we experience things as if all things experience things that way and bees don't gender is a human social construct so the i i would i think sex is the better 
yeah, term for yeah, way of describing, right? There goes me. Although the too. idea of bees having gender is <laughs> interesting. I've seen bee movie, okay? I know that there's <laughs> there's little bees and they're wearing little sweaters. Doing little skirts. Yeah. Doing little gendered things. But yeah, yeah, I yeah, saying their sex is less less male female and more job description is what you're saying that's yeah yeah that's interesting it was oh, let me pull it up it's like uh their actual genders are worker drone and queen the queen is capable of both asexual and sexual reproduction bees are born with mm-hmm. of unfertilized eggs they become drones and they are capable of fertilizing eggs bees born with fertilized eggs become workers but they could also potentially become a queen depending on how they're fed during the larval state so like it, male female the the binary doesn't really apply to to these bees because that's not how their society works yeah um i i think well science and scientists we do still view things from a human centric or anthrop- anthropocentric um viewpoint so yeah so i will a goal for me i will attempt to try and use sex instead of gender to not yes. conflate the two ideas when speaking of science and animals, I am sorry. I'm I'm trying to to really zone. You're in making it myself. happen. I'm making it happen. I'm really. I'm. I'm. Are you manifesting? I'm manifesting it. I my hands are to my temples so that I will remember. <laughs> I am Charles Xavering it into my own brain that I, like Oprah, must make it happen for myself. <laughs> I will refer to animals by their sex and not their gender. Yes, please. <gasps> Okay. Yes. Humans, gender, animals, sex. Non-human animals, if you want to be hyper-specific. Because we're still wow. animals. Technically, yes. Technically. What's that song? It's like, you are a human animal. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm dating myself. I, I don't know that one. <laughs> it's like this old, old, like from the 60s. It was this, huh. this song. I, I'll have to look it up. I will send it to you later. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Yellow Jacket. The yellow jackets. Tell me how are how is a yellow jacket different from different a bee? than the bee? So they uh, both yellow have jackets. yellow stripes. They both fly. Right. So yellow jackets are smooth. You ever notice bees are pretty fuzzy? Yeah, fuzzy little dudes. Uh, yellow jackets are about the size, a little smaller than a honeybee, than your average honeybee. The workers are. The queens are a little bit bigger. So that striping is along the abdomen. And you can kind of tell the difference between different species of yellow jacket by reading the ab- abdominal stripes. Although some of them look really similar. And uh, I mean, there are other differences. Yellow jackets do not do the waggle dance. So they can't tell their friends where the food is. Oh. So when they go out on foraging missions, it's just every yellow jacket lady for herself. Interesting. So would you say that that makes them less social or just that that's just not something that they do oh their social system is kind of bonkers um (laughs) so they they'll go out and forage and there's this there they have a dominance hierarchy among workers which seems kind of you know interesting because when we think of bees all the workers are working for the the greater good of the hive to get everything set up and the larvae fed yellow jackets maul each other like older yellow jackets will maul younger yellow jackets as this hierarchical thing even when they're bringing food back in for the larvae uh, sometimes they fight each other same sisters will fight each other over prey and then neither one brings the prey back because they fought too hard 
it's a they're aggressive that that aggressiveness changes their social structure that wow okay okay i don't i again i don't want to assume things here but it sounds like a yellow jacket is a villain <laughs> <laughs> like they're, like they've they're got stinging like, your like, mouth they're fighting each other there's yeah they maul one another they're yeah. bullying one another about like that's my roadkill squirrel i'll fight you for it and the, the younger yellow jacket being mauled will stand perfectly still and just <gasps> let it happen it's very oh, so sad. they're like also getting like fraternity hazed in yeah. they're like yeah all right okay sorry my bad <laughs> i mean it it could it could partially partially be for um sister recognition like maybe all that mauling because if you were to maul another yellow jacket that didn't belong in your hive that's gonna be a fight but if you're yeah. mauling your sister and she just doesn't move oh she's like uh, yeah okay. she's okay coming back in uh, but I'm not, yeah, I'm not 100% certain wow. all the reasons they maul, but it's a weird feature. So this definitely feels very Spider-Man to Venom for me. It's very just like, <laughs> here's like the cute what they're fuzzy. They make honey. They dance for each other. They take care of their little larvae <laughs> with their little nannies. And then you've got yellow jackets. And they will maul you. And they eat meat and they fly around <laughs> and stick you in the mouth they're yellow jackets ah! they're oh they're so weird i i put a, a video up on my tiktok and my instagram a while ago of this yellow jacket that landed on a piece of my chicken oh yeah and it was i watched her slowly like cut the chicken apart and get a big chunk and then fly away with it but she it took her some time. She's like moving her abdomen around. She's got to oh, wow. get leverage to pull that piece off. It was fascinating. The first time I got stung by an insect, it was a yellow jacket. I assume it was a yellow jacket because it. How, how did it feel? Stung. I've never been stung by anything. Really? You've like never nothing. been stung? You've been bitten to high heaven. I've been bitten by, by stuff. By never stung. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you've never been stung. So my first time getting stung, I was in a tree. So like partially my fault to start with <laughs> get out of that tree Amanda. um but it stung me then bit me then stung me again so oh, it must no. have been something that can sting twice and i was like what the heck why i wasn't doing anything to you it was uh it was after church uh so i couldn't escape quickly because of church clothes because of human performance <laughs> of gender i could not escape quickly uh i was pissed about it i was i was never being really mad because i was wearing like this shirt that had sparkly flowers on it and so i like i blamed the sparkly <laughs> flowers i don't think i ever wore it again because they like, do oh. like bright colors yeah so i i have no one to blame but myself in a tree wearing a sparkly pink flower <laughs> shirt what was i to do but be stung uh yeah so well, that's that's another difference between bees and wasps. Uh, bees have a barbed tail, a barbed stinger rather. And um, generally that can get stuck in your skin. So the bee can only sting once because it. I think we explained this in the last episode. It basically pulls its abdomen in half trying to get that stinger out. <laughs> oh, it's a horrible baby. way to go. Horrible um, way to go. Do wasps, their stingers are not barbed. So they can just keep stinging you repeatedly. Until they're out of venom, which I'm not even sure happens. So just repeatedly. So we've been saying yellow jacket and a yellow jacket is a type of wasp. Yes. I just want to be really clear. Okay. okay. So there are two, two genera 
when we're talking about yellow jackets, and they're both very closely related. I'm for the sake of simplicity of this episode, we're talking about genus Vespula. Um, the other genus has bald face hornets in it, things that look a little bit similar to Vespula, but they're not, you know, they're not quite the same. Taxonomy is. God, I could do a whole episode on how weird taxonomy <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, we've, we've, I think we've so, brushed against it several times. Yeah, we're like, so we're, we're just talking vis- Vespula um, today. And uh, we have, in my part of the country, we have the Eastern Yellow Jacket. You guys have the Western Yellow Jacket. Ah, look at that. <laughs> yeah, nice and easy. There's also the Prairie Yellow Jacket, which I think is, I think they look pretty similar to the Western and then in Europe, there's the the German yellow jacket. And I think there are a couple other species. But for us and our listeners, these are the four species you're most likely to come up come across, depending on what region of the world you're in. So enjoy your Western yellow jacket. Although I love this species name for the Western yellow jacket is Pennsylvania. And I'm not sure why, because that's over here. <laughs> Pennsylvania is a great name. Oh my gosh. But for that's the like Western? A, I want Pennsylvania to be like a, a, a spinoff of what we do in the shadows <laughs> about like Amish vampires. <laughs> I would watch it. As long as Taika Waititi's in charge, I'll watch anything. Okay, so we're going to get we're gonna get Letter Kenny and what we do in the shadows. We're going to mash them together. Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah, Pennsylvania. But yeah, yellow jackets are. I still can't get over the mauling. That is. That's crazy. A lot. That like you guys all live in the same. I guess yeah. do they hive or do they colony? Because I what, a my nest. experience you just call it a nest. A nest. Because over here, my experience is those big paper uh, balls, for lack of better term. Yeah, and yeah. They create these paper paper structure out of fiber they pick up in the wild yeah okay so how do they chew on it well they chew on it they macerate it and then combine it with saliva to create this uh, like like paper mache kind of (laughs) i got in so much trouble with my mother like two weeks ago (laughs) what why because i kept pronouncing it papier mache (laughs) <laughs> and she, she was like stop stop it i have this whole thing where like i uh that's the of, real way to pronounce it as well it is, right? i kind of purposely will <laughs> be a jerk about like proper pronunciation of art terms like i'll say michelangelo and mom's like it's michelangelo i'm like has an art history degree here mother it's the ninja turtle thank it's you very much ninja- <laughs> michelangelo is a ninja turtle michelangelo is, is an artist uh i saw a i was looking through some art stuff and and uh there was a lot of jokes about uh i I gotta remember the exact one now it was like i don't have enough monet to fill my car with daga which they pronounce like (laughs) the gas uh to make my van gogh and i was like all these names are mispronounced (laughs) every single one i appreciate the pun you know i love a pun you know yes. I love a pun. I also love a pun. But I was distracted by like, this is not how any of these names are <laughs> <laughs> The one that makes me the craziest. Here, here's a brief aside about name pronunciations. It's not Van Gogh. It's Van Gogh. It's not. Oh, because it's Dutch. Because yeah. it's Dutch. Because it's Dutch. And uh, what's the other big one? It's not Alphonse Mucha. It's Alphonse Mucha. Hmm. Again, because of where he's from, 
you know, it, it, there's just little things like that that we're just like, yeah, his name's his name's Macha. And I'm like, it's really not, you guys. <laughs> it's really, really not. I'm glad that I know now because now when I'm reading this stuff. Yeah. Now you can whip I'll it like, out. You can I'll be hear like, it you know, technically his name, his name's, it's not it's even Van Gogh. Van Gogh. It's Van Gogh. So sad I make when a wasp yeah. stings my mouth. <laughs> Perfect, perfect. Uh, I forgot where we were. We were at the names. We were at names. Uh, yeah. So the difference between bees and wasps. Those wasps have their smooth little bodies because they've got to be sleek. Evil Very things sleek. are always sleek. That's They're true, in- isn't it? Evil things mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. sleek. Yeah. That's how you know. A bad guy always drives up in like his sleek black car. You know, he's not driving up in like a cute little Volkswagen. <laughs> I, I don't know. I still I still like them. They're they're really interesting. They they pollinate these because they feed on nectar. Workers feed on no, nectar when they're out and about. Pollinator positive podcast. So we love pollinating. Um, although kind of, <laughs> I want that on a t shirt. We love pollinating. pollinating. <laughs> it's it's true. You gotta you gotta help those plants out because they can't help themselves sometimes. You know they they also. They're, they're predators. We love a predator here. Predators I think that's are fun. super interesting. We've we've talked now briefly that they eat meat several times, but mm-hmm. it, how predatory are they? Because I always see them, like you said, on your chicken at a picnic or on roadkill maybe. Yeah. But are they doing any of the killing or are oh, they yes. truly scavenger? Oh, geez. No, they'll, they'll, um, they'll go and kill an insect. And this is kind of the, the neat part is they don't want to bring back a bunch of body parts that are not useful so they will remove the wings if it's a winged insect they'll remove the legs they just want to carry back this nice little packet and if it's a big insect they'll remove the head because there's not really a lot of good food in the head to, to put it on a pike outside of there they should they should <laughs> their, their castle to warn the other the other insects yeah we're yellow jackets and they and they bring it back to the to their nest and they chew it up really good they macerate it and then they kind of baby bird it into the mouths of their larvae because the larvae are really who, who are eating that protein. Oh, okay. 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 That makes sense. That makes sense. So they're good little, good little sister parents. I think all these colonies kind of depend on a certain amount of sister parenting. Yes. <laughs> yes. So is a yellow jacket, when they kill a bug, are they going in a group or is it just one little yellow jacket? Uh, they, they, they'll kind of go one out at a time, but they will end up in the same place. Okay. Um, because like like they're I said, like, they can't like they can't share coordinating an attack. <laughs> they can't share all the uh, they don't share directions, but they do oh, end okay. up in the same place. Yeah, so they don't go very far to to scavenge. If for instance, during um, you know, if they're finding roadkill or something, they only travel about on average eleven hundred feet away from the nests. Um, they're not so bees take a much longer journey to find nectar. So if I'm encountering a wasp. Odds are I'm pretty close to their You're nest. You're close to just, a nest. I just don't yeah. know. Either the paper, is it paper wasps that make the paper nests? That would be yeah. an apt name. And are <laughs> yellow jackets also making pa- paper nests? Or are they in a tree or They the make they them are? underground or mm. in um, in tree hollows. They'll make them in your attic. And uh, anywhere there's like a crevice. The ones that are underground are usually in old old um rodent dens uh wood piles they like wood piles 
wood piles, oh. man. They're just they're full yeah. of critters. Stay away from those wood piles, you guys. <laughs> wood piles are great. You find everything in a wood pile. Snakes, beetles, yellow jackets, spiders of all kinds. And I'm, so a, I'm how... a sucker for a wood pile. <laughs> Love a wood pile. <laughs> You're like a little beaver over there. Love Yay, a wood pile. Uh, so how... Because we talked about how in ants, you'll have a ants colony and they can get huge these huge oh, yeah. territories yeah. of these ants how big is a territory of a yellow jacket that i would encounter a second yellow jacket nest do they give each other a wide berth or are they pretty close together no they, they they'll fight so they're probably not yeah. too close together that was my thought is that they probably are you want to be too close because then you're gonna have to be just mauling one another all yeah. the time and they have about um at their height in like summer, there's about 5,000 workers. Some colonies can get really, really big. You know, like in the South where it doesn't really freeze very much, you can get 100,000 workers uh, in those oh, kinds wow. of colonies. Yeah. And there was one colony in Charleston in uh, South Carolina had 250,000 workers. I can't even imagine what that looked like. That must have been... I, again, I my brain always goes to those paper, those paper nests. So I was a huge paper nest underneath really, someone's really big. house. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what they found it in, um, but that is a that is a large, large nest and and pretty unusual. That's an unusual size. <laughs> Wasps un- of unusual size is a horrifying <laughs> thought. Uh, I found a picture of the nest. Oh, that's very cool! Look at this nest. Under someone's uh, porch. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, it is yeah. huge. This is much bigger than what I imagine a nest to be. So are the yellow jackets like the bees where they kind of go into this sleepy time torpor, I guess? This is probably has a technical term that I'm misusing. Well, um, it's okay that if you're misusing a term because they just all die. <laughs> There's oh, no... no. <laughs> so it's fine uh the queen lives so towards the end of of the summer beginning of autumn they start creating queens and males and males sole purpose just like our in our honeybee episode is to mate with queens and just exist so they eat they eat honeydew that comes from the larvae of their sisters which is interesting and then once winter rolls around, they, they're not really storing food. So everyone starts to die off. The males and the queens fly out of the hive or the nest and go mate. Uh, as soon as the male mates with a, with a queen, he dies and falls to the ground. And then she goes and finds a safe spot to burrow for the wintertime. And then everything starts again in the summer where she comes out or the spring. She comes out. She'll gather supplies to start the beginnings of a nest, and then she'll make a few a few cells, lay some eggs, and then depending on the species, if she's got between four and nine or six or seven workers, they take off, uh, they take over the business of creating the hive, and all she does is lay eggs from there on. But yeah, everyone but the queen eats it for the winter. Well. That's interesting. It's one of the things I've noticed about this podcast is the level of want not, waste not. They just don't waste 
any amount of byproduct. Oh, the larval's spitting out this honeydew. Time to eat this honeydew. It just you don't have time to waste around when you're a right. bug. Well, um, nature tries to. Uh, well, nature doesn't. You know, try air quote trying here. They don't have to try to do anything, but uh, efficiency, energy efficiency is kind of the name of the game for evolution. You don't want wasteful things. Sorry, I'm realizing that my I'm terribly out of proportion with my with my basic form. I drew. Ah! Oh well, little legs on, on a the yellow jacket. So are you? So you've begun the artwork. I just process? put a very basic uh, pose that I felt uh, tried to encapsulate. Maybe the the is it a sassy pose? It's it's a sassy pose, but still, I hope a powerful pose. <laughs> so. Last week we talked about Jap or not week. Last month we talked about the Japanese honeybee, mm-hmm. and my instinct is to connect these two in some way. What would the relationship between this yellow jacket and uh, the the leader of our bee team be? Well, they they would not be friends because uh, okay. sometimes yellow jackets will go into a honeybee hive and steal their honey. Oh, so they're they're enemies, I would say. Um, but maybe not, but not enemies like the northern giant hornet is an enemy, more just like a little thief. So they, okay. they so come like into the hive, they take a little honey, and they try to get out of there. They don't really go in there and murder all the bees. Uh, would Okay, so now the next question becomes, if I'm going to make them uh, maybe cheeky little rivals here. I like that. Do we make them male, female? We do a lot of females on this cast just because I enjoy drawing females. And a lot of bugs just seem to kind of default into referred to as, as she. As she. Yeah. Hmm. So what are you thinking? There's a there's precedence on both sides. I think there's a, I haven't watched it, but there's a Yellow Jacket show that I believe is like a, a girly drama in the sense that it's like women killing each other. I'm not sure. Maybe. Oh, more that's a great show. That is oh, do you watch it? Okay. Oh, it's very, very good. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think they would both be. I think female, at least for these these colonial insects where the females are the workers. I think drawing them as women or female presenting people is probably the best the best way to go. Great, great, great. So my <laughs> my my <laughs> rivals to lovers just get sassier and sassier. I love it. Okay, let me. Uh... Oh, they're both infertile though, because they're not queens. Unless you're drawing queens. <laughs> I, they could both be queens. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is the fanfic writes itself. That's all I'm saying. It's true. Spe- oh, speaking of yellow jackets. So as Derek recommended, I rewatched the last 30 minutes of Ant-Man. Um, yes. I watched it this morning. The other yellow jacket character I was going to reference. Yeah. And um, I forgot how delightful that movie was. And Paul Rudd. Wonderful. <laughs> So much of that movie is carried so on on Paul Rudd being adorable, like, just ineffably cute. Like you just yeah. can't resist him. He's so charming, and because like, there's a lot of stuff that he does where, like, if anyone else did it, I'd be like, "What a jerk that guy is." Yeah, but because it's Paul Rudd ruining like this beautiful father daughter moment, he's like, "Yeah, we're doing great, guys. Look at us, you know." And you're like, <laughs> "Paul Rudd, look at him. Look how far we've come, Paul Rudd. He's so cute." He, his charm just carries a lot of the moments in that movie. I, I think it, even it a different editing choices and they, they, that movie makes 
Scott Lang a jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's not a good guy. His character well, is not. I, a, they, they he's not a bad hard. guy, but he's he's not a bad know. guy. So like, I have some qualms about that movie. None of which have to do with Paul Rudd. Uh, but there's like they try to imply that he was like a good guy because he Robin Hooded all this money. But then they make it clear that it's like that's not the only crime he's committed because he wouldn't be a career criminal if he only did the one <laughs> yeah. big job. But like clearly he's a career criminal. They, so like I don't know if that was just like a stuff. poor editing choice. They leave a lot of stuff out in that movie. Um, yeah, yeah. What, one of the things they left out that uh, my husband brought up this morning was, you know, they're inside the computer, and those little the the Argentine ants are in there with him to blow everything up yeah and they're wearing little tiny backpacks and my husband says who put all those backpacks on those ants and how long did it take it took a long time it took the it entire must, life cycle it had to ants. be it had to be him because yeah, he's the only one he who must can have be small, small and, and put backpack like they're like his little children off to preschool he's got to put a little backpack on every single one. Der- oh, Der- Derek is saying he put the backpacks on earlier in the movie. Was there okay, a scene? There was there a scene of him putting backpacks on ants? There's like a montage of him getting ready to go. Like they're doing. But all I don't know ants. if he was putting backpacks on the ants. If he, he was, also, that would he be also great. refers to all the ants as boy the whole movie. And like I thought, like yeah. he bothers me. <laughs> well, the the flying ones are boys. Are the fl- mm-hmm. well? I guess the flying you're right. ones are I probably. Anthony is probably Anthony. a boy. Oh, R.I.P. Anthony. R.I.P. I think that one is actually animated as a queen, though. If you look at her proportions, she's really big compared to the other. She, ants, but her name is, is made me think it was. But her queen. name is Anthony, so she's. I mean, named names... for her. <laughs> not for not Antonia. Antonia. <laughs> Antonia. Uh, yeah. Uh, Much funnier. I think they missed the chance to name him Anthony Stark in that. I think they should, oh, they should that would have been really it. funny. That would have been good. Well, they should have Marvel, said, "Marvel, hire me. I can get all your cute sides. <laughs> That's my job." <laughs> but looking at the yellow jacket suit, it was not very yellow jacket like. It, it shot, shot lasers out of its limbs. You're telling so. me that, sh- that wasps don't shoot lasers? Can you imagine? If wasps <laughs> shot laser beams, knowing how aggro they are, they're just like, yeah. psh, psh, psh. you would just see a light show all the time, nonstop. Although it did have six legs, so so far that's a pretty, it's a pretty good insect. Oh yeah, I had like those. If you, if you count his limbs, because he had right. like two legs over and then his arms and legs. Um, I yeah. forgot what that actor's name is. Who is the villain in that? But he's very oh. very good. Yeah. He's great. Gave good villain. That is for sure. Yeah. I will say. I love him the, in billions. That the, the yellow jacket suit really felt like the in-between between Ultron and what eventually becomes the iron spider suit. Yeah. Like I feel like yeah. design wise, they all had a very connected story, I guess. And I don't know if that's good. <laughs> that's good design or bad design. <laughs> That you could like it has a very Marvel branding on it. Like, he kind of looks like Ultron, but he also kind of looks like Iron Spider. Is that good design that I can tell that they're related, or is it bad design that they only can really do the one thing? Do the one thing. <laughs> I don't know if they if they explain like a history, and this is why they look similar. Then I guess it would be okay. I but, think they um, just. I think they mentioned Tony Stark, so they mentioned Iron Man, 
Hmm. Um, but the Iron Man suit is a certain amount of inspiration. It is kind of implied. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the because they mentioned that the Iron Man suit is just a suit, but the Ant Man suit is so much more than that. Uh, according to Pym, who of course the made Pym. the thing, so of course he thinks that. Yeah. So, but Yellow Jacket in that is a villain who shoots lasers, yeah. who shrinks and grows. Uh, he can fly in that one. So in that way, he at least has that. He at least has yeah, flying. The flight. No, no venom. I didn't notice any venom or a stinger on that suit. Well, I, I, I'm assuming that the lasers take the spot of oh, any sort venom? of sting ability. Yeah. Yes. Oh, speaking of sting ability, have you heard of that pain scale for insects? That's my other complaint about the Ant-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> is that those guys get bit by like bullet ants. And it is my understanding that they are called bullet ants because it feels like you've been shot with a bullet. And they're just like, ow, oh ouchie oh these ants are biting me i don't like it and i'm like you would be on the floor friend you'd be crying you'd be crying um bullet ants are one of the worst insect bites you can you can really go through yeah there's that what's the i don't know the name of the pain i think index. there are four on the on the so it's called the schmidt pain index which was created by entomologists who just freaking love to get bit by stuff <laughs> So the Schmidt Pain Index was created by entomologist Justin Schmidt. I can't believe he let all of these things sting and bite him. It's He's into it. He's into it. We're all just we're all just party to his weird thing. Mm-hmm. And um, wasps, or the specifically the Western yellow jacket, was only a two. So a two's not that oh. bad. He he describes it as hot and smoky, almost irreverent. Imagine W.C. Fields extinguishing a cigar on your tongue. That's his description. Okay, I'm sorry. This guy's into being stung. And we've all just been, against my consent, brought into this. I do not care for that at at all. He's like, imagine you're laying on a bearskin rug and then. (laughs) And then W.C. Fields just drops a cigar on your tongue. (laughs) And you like it because you're bad. You're You're naughty. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Although he did, he wrote a a book, um, called I think it was Sting, and um, I'm only like a little bit of the way through it. And his his writing is good. It's easy to understand if you you don't have to be an entomologist or a biologist to read it. But he does seem almost like he likes being stung by insects. So it's. I- I don't know. I'd have a beer with him. I'm not disparaging him. I would have a beer with this man because I'd love to hear all about this in person. I can't quite recommend the book yet because I haven't finished it. But so far, uh, so far, I do like it. But the yeah, the Schmidt Pain Index. I hope you made a lot of money off of that. I think there's a show. I don't remember what it's called. It's called like Pain Kings or Bite Brothers or something. I hope it's Bite Brothers. (laughs) Just us. The Bite Brothers. What about the Bite Brothers? And they just go around and find things to bite them. Is that on National Geographic? I think I believe it is a National Geographic. I think my dad loves that show and he keeps trying to get me to watch it. It seems like a dad show. For sure. He's just Marathon and River Monsters and the Bite Brothers. <laughs> he That's also it. loves River Monsters. It's, it's a dad show. It's a have dad show. Have you met show. my dad, Amanda? <laughs> I, I, I feel, feel like, like I have. have. 
I feel like I need to know. I I know everything I need to know about your dad. That he loves river monsters at the bike bros. <laughs> and that he let you wander the woods like a little feral child. <laughs> oh, I was definitely a feral little child. Who, who brings snakes home, one in each hand? That was me. My dad was like, cool. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Very nice. Let's figure out what they are. Then you got to put them back. Oh, man. But I would I would not let... Like I said, I've never been stung by anything. That's um, crazy that you've never been stung by anything. I, I think they they know that I like them. They know. They're not they gonna, can, they they're can not smell that you're one me. of them. Also, I mean, at least with yellow jackets, they very rarely sting away from the nest. So you're only going to get stung by a yellow jacket, knock, knock on wood, if it's in a soda can and you put it in your mouth. Like, they really don't want to sting you. Or if you hit them, please don't hit them. Like, don't flail around. Yeah. Just wait for them to leave. I, I, leave. That's what they always say, right? You're a kid and the bees or the wasps are near you and you're like, and you start freaking out. And the adults are always like, just wait, just wait. You just be still. It just won't, be you know, still. don't run. It, it'll chase you like a puma if you run. <laughs> and, uh, well, I, I see you, Derek. Derek saying if you see a wasp and then you're near the nest, but you're not close enough. You got to be pretty close. Yeah. Um, And also don't crush them because if you crush a, a yellow jacket, they release a pheromone that tells all their sisters, you need to There's come kill this in- thing. Yeah. Oh attack, my gosh. Attack, attack. So yeah. really don't crush them because it releases no. a, here I am, come, more of you come, more of you come, more of you yeah. come. Because it's as we discussed, idea. they're very aggro. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if they're aggro in each other, they're going to aggro you too. But, <laughs> but, gen- but generally. That feels like know- life advice. If they're aggro in each other, <laughs> they're going to aggro you too. Yeah part of it's gonna be part of it but uh i think they get kind of a bad rep like i said i've never been stung by one and i've been around them plenty growing up yeah we've been harsh on them so and i understand you don't want them in your house or near your home for yeah i don't want them at my wait derek derek will you tell us your yellow jacket story this week oh i don't know if i want to i may cut this Um, (laughs) you can cut it if you want to but tell the story and then maybe so I got a call to go investigate a yellow jacket nest. When I got there, they had marked the nest with landscaping flags. So people knew to avoid the area. Mm. But when I got there, it was already gone. A skunk had come and visited and dug it up and ate all of the larvae. So there was just pieces of paper around and a bunch of really confused adults trying to find their nest. And they couldn't Aww. find it because it was gone. That's sad. That's really sad. They spent all that time building that nest and that queen laid all those eggs, and then a skunk got him. Well, we got to pause for a second. I'll send you the pictures because there's a yeah, doggy barking. Yeah, let me. I'm gonna go pee real quick too. I'll be right back. So, Amanda, how's that drawing coming? What are what are the characteristics of this this superhero you're working on? So, because we wanted to connect her to uh, the Japanese honeybee, I've gone again with that sort of sentai. Yeah, that aesthetic of the full helmet with the mm. skin tight suit um i've given her shoulder pads because every <laughs> every villain has <laughs> a good pair of shoulder pads like even the green ranger started with a pair of shoulder pads oh really? when he back when he was oh, yeah boy. back when he was a naughty boy uh <laughs> i watched a lot of power rangers this kid <laughs> uh and the green i'm imagining this sort of similar to the green ranger just because we've done sort of a, a sentai thing here uh, oh, remember, where, she's not a villain. She's just sassy. Well, like the Green Ranger, I assume that she will be brought over into the B team. Uh, 
once oh. she learns the error of her uh, bullying ways, <laughs> once she's done <laughs> harassing all these sister sentai, she will eventually be like, all right, all right, all right, I'm one of you guys now. And she's then mauling everyone. Right. And then her uh, shoulder pad width will decrease because the bigger the shoulder pad, <laughs> the bigger the pad. I also, because of my anime influence, I imagine she laughs like, oh, oh yeah. Hand, definite hand up. Yes, the hand up, laughing. you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. <laughs> Memers and anime fans out there will know what I'm talking about. Um, I've given her longer antenna, which I wanted to run by you. The antenna length of a wasp, B, vis a uh, Longer than a bee. Okay, great, 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 great. Yeah, yellow jackets have them. longer antennae than bees. And I've tried to keep her, because the the stripes is such a honey bee thing. And we didn't give stripes to the Japanese honey bee other than on her, like, her side detailing, because we were trying to avoid some of the cliches of like, and she's a bee, so she's striped. So I've actually allowed some more... Um, I, I don't know, pointy stripes to happen on this mm. design. I'd love well, to give her if, thigh high boots because, again, I just think if you look she at the <laughs> abdomen of a yellow jacket and you look at their stripes, the stripes on their on the top part of their abdomen do come to a little bit of a point in the middle. Okay, great, 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 great. So I will continue to add my my pointy desires. I've also put her in a pose that allows you to see both. Just a little bit of side boob and that booty bun at the same time. Because <laughs> I felt like that was the sassiest pose. Oh, she is sassy. Yeah, well. And, and unlike our bee friend, she does not have, she does not carry pollen on her side. So no cargo pants. She no could be much sleeker. Pants. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, sh- I should. Pollen baskets. It, it has been referred to as a wasp waist before. So mm. I am giving her quite a small waist as she twists to show you her. <laughs> How big should these booty buns be? Should I give her a luscious bun or should she be a little more sleek? She's a little more sleek. I would say a okay, honey okay, okay. Uh, bee has a bit of a bigger, a bigger booty than a yellow jacket. Okay, great. And I, will go I never thought that. I'd have to compare bug booties before, but here we are. <laughs> Why create your own podcast if you're not just going to compare <laughs> bug booties? Uh, next okay, season, me... nothing but bug booties. How many booties do you give this bug? <laughs> <laughs> On a scale from honeybee to wasp, how is that booty? <laughs> how that booty do? I think oh, yeah, Derek has shared images with us. In the, yeah, there we go. Yeah, I'll try to add some of this. Yeah, and the little the dots on either side yeah. of that, that stripe are kind of pretty. Yeah, we really think of it as stripes, but they're not necessarily striped as much as they're you know, because like a tiger is striped. Well, if you but, look, um, if you look at that one image Derek sent, you can see how yeah. the abdominal striping or abdominal detail is um, a pretty easy way to, to differentiate who's who, who's who of the vespula world, who's wearing what. And we gave the so the honeybee had this firepower. What matching rival power do you give her rival turned friend, <laughs> possibly? Lover, <laughs> I'm going full. I'm going You're full. Really going here. Yeah. <laughs> I want a catcher, Adora. I want the whole thing. That's what I want. <laughs> so with Japanese honeybee, we gave her the firepower because she mm-hmm. had this unique. I'm gonna heat you up till you you are no more power. So what rivaling power can we give to the the rival character, possibly catcher Adora character uh, that? that can kind of rival her firepowers 
what is her what's her specialty move well i think that um that alarm pheromone is kind of cool so what if she could uh, replicate herself oh that's interesting like an illusion Illusion yeah, like power the, seems like illusion the power, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, oh, which one am I? Which one am I? Very villainy. Very uh, useful, eventually. Very fun. Yeah, very good. good yes, 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 I love this. Okay, then I'm going to have to make some, like, replicants of her. Just, just copy-paste, <laughs> right? That's what, that's what real artists do. <laughs> they copy-paste. All right, let me add some hard. How, how would you do that? Do you do, like, a fade-out a little bit? Yeah, yeah, typically. Yeah, I've done it before best. where it's teleporting and you kind of have to do like the same character at 50% and then 20% mm. and then well that's cool the B team grows the B it's a team. good time okay I'm tossing the uh, whip into the art tag here where'd she go where'd she go there she is oh and I'll toss the B in here too so you can be reminded of who she's meant to like oh she is sassy looking I like her look at those boots yeah <laughs> <laughs> I thought the boots were the best part. Look at those boots. She looks great. The tiny little waist. Very waspy. Very wasp-like. Nicely done as always, Amanda. She gets a bad rap, but, you know, she's... Why do I want her in my garden, Kelly? Why do I want this yellow jacket to come visit me? Why should I not smush them when I have the opportunity? Well, I mean, we already know don't smush them because then you summon the rest of them. Right, of course. (laughs) Oh, I I need to add her, like, uh, duplicate powers. Um, Well, they, they eat... They eat basically everything. So they'll eat aphids off of your plants. They'll eat problematic insects that you don't want in your garden. Uh, <laughs> They're and, making and like, like casual racist jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they're not so bad. Like I said, I think they get a bad rep and they're really as long as you're not trying to eat them accidentally, you're probably fine. Uh, unless you're allergic, then by all means, you should... Do everything you can to not have them in your yard. And there are yellow jacket traps you can hang um, that do that. Oh, yeah, those, here are the big yellow ones, like with the cone. And I've heard that you're supposed to replenish those often. Uh, yeah, you can't just do one for the whole summer. <laughs> you can't one work. and done the whole summer. Because at my house, we do the, the apple cider vinegar thing for the fruit flies. Hmm. And you have to replace that apple cider vinegar, like, all the time. I feel like every 10 days I'm replacing it. So I don't know why the yellow jacket one would be different other than it's outside and I forget it's there. <laughs> I think that's probably the thing. People just forget that they put them out there. Or you go out there, you do your gardening and you see it and go, oh yeah, maybe I should replenish that. And then yeah. you go back inside and you've already forgotten about it. Correct. So um, kind of a cute thing, uh, I guess it's sort of cute, is that the yellow jacket has a little butler, a little fly butler. Pas de a little <laughs> butler. What are you talking about? They have these cute little butler flies. Um, there, there are two species of muscid flies, which are just like house flies, and they lay their eggs on top of uh, the the nest envelope where the nest begins. And once the eggs hatch, the larvae fall down under the nest, and those little larvae eat all of the detritus around the nest and the the waste from the from the wasps themselves. And they kind of tidy things up. So it keeps the nest clean underneath. Why am I only just hearing about this now? <laughs> that they've got like, because we've talked about aphid farms. We've talked yeah. about uh, mushroom farms. But the wasp keeps a staff. They have staff. <laughs> She's got a staff. Yeah. She's a regal <laughs> queen and she has a butler. 
I I I like the whole vibe that she's giving off. Frankly, yeah. she's like, clean up my mess, butler fly. Oh, you'll be rewarded handsomely with bits of chicken from a picnic. <laughs> it's kind of adorable. So she's she's giving you those Bruce Wayne vibes with her very own butler. Yes, although I assume that the butler didn't raise her poorly. <laughs> didn't raise her to no. have horrible, crushing mental health issues. The, the flies are not involved in the the raising of the yellow jackets. Just the cleaning. Because the paper is such a unique thing to wasps, I think we have to incorporate that somehow. Right. And the only thing I can think of is giving her because we've already given her like this kind of this illusion creation power is expanding that to giving her like a, sh- a shield power where she can like summon shields i don't know, i'm trying to think like kind of like how the ms marvel kind of did the armor thing where like shoot she shoots up these like light oh. shields i'm thinking she can do I, paper paper version she could do yeah i hope that her shields are stronger <laughs> than paper <laughs> but maybe we can like incorporate some of that swirly waspy paper the pattern is really beautiful i've seen some really beautiful wasp nests oh yeah i have that thing with holes i don't like holes oh oh you have that phobia Um, it's not too bad but like longer than just like a couple seconds like and like honeycombs aren't so bad because they're regular it's something about the irregularity of it i I don't know (laughs) i don't know i can't help how this crazy brain works but they have that honeycomb shape just like bees do. I assume because that's a strong shape. It's a, yeah, it's a very strong shape. Yellow jackets build these cells where they put their larvae in and the eggs into. And then they cover it with this sort of papery shielding on the outside. And the, the covering is unique to um, yellow jackets because there are other paper wasps and they're, they don't do this this big cover over them. Okay, so I'm thinking something kind of similar to like the Ms. Marvel show gave her those... Or maybe Violet from The Incredibles, where like they can summon up a shield sort of thing. And then the styling of it is in those little... That swirl, right? That beautiful yeah. paper swirl. And that hex... I'm just thinking more that the cell shape, because each... then you could stack them oh, on each deep. other. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, great, great, great. And of course, it is a metaphor for her closed-offedness before she <laughs> lets her friends in. Before she learns the power of friendship. Oh, you've, you've gone full... Full. I've got full anime over full here. Anime. Full anime. You never go full anime. <laughs> to which I say, not anime enough. I want to believe in the power of love. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you know, you know. People, people in the audience, if you know, you know. Um, so I, I think we went into this and you were, you didn't have positive feelings about the yellow jacket. What? How are you feeling about them it's now? It's hard. I just, any any bug that that like raises my ear just like past i'm like anti because it 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 makes it gives you the heebies it just does it's just it's just in your lizard brain that you're like (laughs) um of course we are a pollinator positive podcast Mm -hmm. the triple p we uh (laughs) what he said earlier like we love pollinating we love pollinating that makes me have more positive feelings i knowing that they're like out there scavenging that they're out there they're doing the work something about this character has made me like them more that they're like they're they're putting in the time yeah they're they're eating detritus they're eating rotting things they're um, yeah it just feels less like problematic insects they're that they're they're out there just stinging me for fun and now i feel more like she's 
a boss beezy. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like don't mess with me i'm a wasp ha, 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 ha. and i'm like i respect that more for some reason <laughs> that's she's good like, i'm glad you're having slightly more positive feeling yeah she's like going out with her friends getting a little turnt uh <laughs> oh definitely getting turned off that definitely fermented, getting turned <laughs> fermented apple juice <laughs> she has a cool jacket why does she have a cool jacket Oh, because she's a yellow jacket. Of course. Oh, why is it? Is there a motorcycle gang named the Yellow Jackets? And do they wear yellow jackets? Because I feel like that's a misstep if they don't. <laughs> they should. They There's should. a lot of mascots. There's a lot of university and high school mascots. A lot of mascots. Yeah, we have not yellow jackets. discussed yeah. at all that they're a common mascot. I think, again, because Very they're common. kind of that agroness lends itself to a. Uh, I think. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there's also a bunch of trees called yellow jackets. Oh, really? Um, Interesting. Yeah. And then there there used to be a thing. So I found this, this old newspaper from Washington from the 70s, 1970s. And it had mentioned if you saw a lot of yellow jackets and hornets in the summer, it meant you were going to have a really hard winter. And I'm pretty oh. sure that probably a way older folk folk tale than just the 1970s but that's where i found it i thought that was kind of fun it's very so like the woolly bear she's out here being yeah. like hold on let me lick my finger lick, and then put it in the wind like those golfers do she's like mm. <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a harsh winter sorry guys, sorry guys. <laughs> okay. yeah it's kind of fun how many how many legs are you willing to give our friends how many legs i oh I, I've really come around on it. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to give her like a good four legs. I feel like uh, could sting me less. Could sting me personally less. <laughs> Would they get another another leg if you didn't? If I personally had not had this traumatic like experience. <laughs> if you didn't have a traumatic experience with them? I, I don't know. I feel like as a kid, I hated them. Because you always have to like run away from where they're at. If there's a nest of them, you're parents like get out of there right now because like absolutely you this could easily become a a my girl situation where no one can see without their glasses and i don't need that but as an adult i think i respect it i respect it. Mm. you're doing your thing and you're living your life I, yeah i think i just have a lot of respect for like apex creatures creatures that seem like they're doing the most like <laughs> that's that's not really how we define apex, but I'm I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you use it that way. I yes, fair. Like like because certainly things are eating wasps. I don't mean to that, say like because the apex be, I believe is like nothing eats you. That should be an Amanda like T-shirt quote apex because you're doing the most. Because <laughs> you're doing the most apex of trying. Uh, well, just that, like they're not they're not resting on their laurels. These wasps they're not. They're they're doing the most they're eating meat they're bringing it back they're if anyone messes with them they're gonna mess you up they're gonna pull out a switchblade and let you have it <laughs> they don't care they're kind of like they're kind of like the gang from west side story or like <laughs> they sure they sing and dance but they will also still stab you okay like don't play they're singing and dancing they're part of the team but they will still mess you up what's what's nice about this podcast is i i think and what, I, what I'm trying to do when we're talking about them is hopefully get people to, to have a little bit of a better appreciation for some of the insects we see as as villains. 
or yes. as dangerous yeah. or you know not not cool <laughs> uh, i think i would also give them probably four out of six maybe five out of six legs because i've never been stung you don't but, have um, your personal injury grievances I no i have no trauma associated to the yellow jacket but yeah i, I like them i think they're neat i think everything is neat though so i'm probably super biased i don't think i've given too many low scores yet because i like everything i mean that's fine <laughs> that's why we have you to be the bug lady I guess that's why I'm here. <laughs> that's why you're here. And as always, listeners, a reminder to go to our Instagram page to see Amanda's finished products. And sometimes we do little updates. I kind of want, <laughs> listeners, if you want to worm your way into my beloved heart, <laughs> as I know you do, listeners. Uh, I, I'm, I'm uh, nervous about whatever this is going to be. <laughs> we always accept fan art here on the cast. Here oh, on the yeah. pod. We are fan art positive. If you want uh, the ladybug and Isabella Tiger Moth out for the town uh, and they are, <laughs> they meet up with with Yellow Jacket at the bar and they're all getting turned, paint me a picture. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. Fan I would art. love to see fan art. Please <laughs> give us all your not, fan art. You mean not just from me drawing Isabella and the bully bear? <laughs> they have somehow, those two have just really really gotten to me something about those two you are obsessed like, with isabella tiger mom <laughs> you really I are love isabella tiger mom <laughs> she has become like my go-to like i just have to like sketch i just have to sketch and i will just draw isabella like i send them to you once i feel like they've reached like a uh i love a- them i can't get enough <laughs> i can't get enough so good so like oh i got a color oh i'll just color that sketch i did to warm up my like color thinking juices and so like after <laughs> 10 minutes a day pretty soon i've got this like pretty done sketch of isabella and, and woolly bear just being like hey so. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh the shoujo inclinations really show themselves in isabella <laughs> tiger mom yeah that most recent one you sent she's very Oh yeah, yeah she's going she looks full great. Shoujo. She's she like excellent. spinning, and there will be like a magical transformation with like flower petals and moth wings flying in every direction. Ooh, nice and little yes. moth wings. Mm-hmm. Rotunda, did we get everything about the wasps? Anything you, anything you'd like to add? Oh, Rotunda. Oh, I heard a little whoop. Yeah, a little, a little. Brrr. And then it's some purrs, <laughs> the loudest purrs on the planet from Rotunda. Okay, all right. Well, as always, you guys can find us on the subreddit, Bugs Need Heroes, Instagram, Bugs Need Heroes, Twitter, I think technically also Bugs Need Heroes. Uh, send us email. Send us email questions. Send us email. Talk we love to feedback. Us. Everyone hates the like, oh, like and subscribe, but like, talk to us. That's talk what we to really us. want. We, yes. I mean, get, leave us nice reviews. We're always happy about that. Yeah. So that more people can discover us and uh, learn that wasps are your friends eventually. <laughs> Someday. Uh, all right. What are we doing next week? Chocolate? Yes. Okay. In time for Christmas. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Bugs Need Heroes is created by Derek Conrad and Kelly Zimmerman. Hosted by Amanda Allen Nide and Kelly Zimmerman. Bugs Need Heroes is produced and edited by Derek Conrad. Our music is Ladybug Castle by Roll Music. All character art by Amanda Allen Nide. 
Got a bug question? Email us at bugsneedheroes at gmail.com. Check us out on bugsneedheroes.com for the visual companion to our episodes with the artwork of the bug-related heroes. We also have an Instagram, Twitter, and subreddit under the Bugs Need Heroes name. Thanks for coming by. That little clip we usually have at the way end of the podcast should just be Amanda going, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Oh, Michelle. Good old Michelle. Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Michelle. My good friend, Michelangelo.